get it right or pay the price. It's I hope we never part. Now get it right or pay the price. That's that is oh, the that's what that, that is. Get it right or pay the price. That, that's what we got to do today. We have to we have to, the studio demands a a a reboot or a sequel series of. Do we make a series or do we do a movie? Uh, what, what we got to do? Some Nickelodeon wants a new salute your shorts. Whoa, roll this <laughs> it's rolling. I'm rolling. <laughs> a salute your shorts. Sponge. Donkey lips. Budnick. Uh, uh, Telly, um, uh, what was the hippie girl's name? Ooh, you guys remember it way better than I do. Yeah, what? I don't know. Uh, salute your shorts. I, no, no, I remember salute your shorts. Yeah, just the names of the characters. Yeah, the names Ugh. of the characters, and and like you probably recall specific adventures, and I do the not. The only one I can specifically remember is the the um, water balloon capture the flag episode that Donkey oh, Lips yeah. wins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not we're not gonna do that. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the studio. Demands it an exercise in creativity where we will challenge ourselves to conceptualize, pitch, and craft a film or a TV series or a property based on the stipulations of a Hollywood overlord. A hypothetical. I've done this how many times now? Hypothetical Hollywood overlord. I mean, it can be real. Uh, we we'll do this for real. It's <laughs> we, fine. We talk movies all the time. In particular, we complain about the choices that are made in the films we've seen, and of course, we think we can do better because. We are noble nerds, and uh, we think we could do better with the demands and restrictions that were clearly placed on said property. I'm T.C. DeWitt, and joining me as always is my co-hostess with the mostestess, the world champion stone skipper, Jim Brazella. Jim, how are you? Doing doing good. Yeah, it's on the wrist, right? Yeah. How do, how do you, how, what is your method behind becoming well, a world champion stone uh, actually, skipper? Actually, my method is no wrist. No wrist. You, you lock wrist. your wrist. And it's just, it's a flick with the fingers. It's like you, you, oh. take, you take your whole arm yeah. and it's, it's this like, it's like this crab pinch. Mm-hmm. And when you flick, you, you, you shoot it out with your, with your, with your crab pinch fingers. I've, I have not watched your entire YouTube channel where you have like what, 45, 50 videos on how to throw yeah. a rock. It's yeah. very interesting. Why don't you have a stone? <laughs> we were, I was at a restaurant recently and ESPN, the Ocho must've been playing yes. because they had the stone skipping championships up. But after that was the cornhole championships. Mm-hmm. I, who, how do you become a world champion cornholer? <laughs> like, well, how I'll, is that a I'll thing? tell you. Yeah. Practice. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, it's so obvious. <laughs> how did I not know? <laughs> I I just was amazed. I'm like, this is on ESPN. They're showing me the. And for those yeah, really, out there who are the, like, like what, I know the Ocho is still just sort of a joke. It's from Dodgeball. Yeah, yeah. It really should just be a thing. <laughs> I be. am way more interested in that ESPN. Maybe that makes me a bad person. I don't no, know. No, no, you're just a nerd who likes Dodgeball and yeah. and cornhole and, and yeah. st- you're a world champion stone Love me skipper. Some cornhole. For the, to be does everyone not know what cornhole? That's Prob- a, it's a Midwestern not. thing, it, right? Yeah. It's it's beanbag toss. Yeah. <laughs> it's the it's Bozo Bucket's beanbag toss. Yep. And you throw it, Except and it goes in the hole. Bucket, there's, there's a there's a plank. It's like a ramp with some holes. Yeah. It's it's beanbag ski ball. Beanbag ski ball. There it is. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, I was just looking up, and I'm like, this was it was on for an hour. Like yeah. it was oh, a yeah. full full thing. Like um, the uh, the stone skipping one was actually on a recent episode of John Oliver. 
Oh, maybe that's they, what I saw. Yeah. Uh, oh no, no, I did because they 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 talked about how the announcers <laughs> the were just way too enthusiastic and just talkative. Oh, look about, at that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I I remember. There are people. I don't remember this. I know this. There are people who think bowling should be an Olympic, sure thing. I don't know. I mean, I what what happens when everyone gets a perfect three hundred? I mean, that's kind of boring. What's the chance? I mean, maybe if they had like loop de loops in the bowling, like, <laughs> but so like the, the reason I say that is like the obstacles. Like you have to like throw it across lanes. Like Although, you have to overhand it. Now imagine imagine doing with bowling what they've done with golf right they got mini golf what if you had bowling is equivalent kind of thing like, where you got crazies crazy zigzag bowling alleys like i, I want to see american ninja warrior and bowling combined <laughs> and now imagine the type of person who typically pl- bowls yeah trying to do an american ninja warrior course. oh i'm oh not my. i'm not shaming anyone i'm just saying typically, you know what i think the dude can do it <laughs> the dude can do it uh I mean, so there are people who think bowling should be an Olympic event. Do you think there are people who think cornhole should be an Olympic event? Like, uh, like, like, I, I will bet there are people who would petition for it, but mm-hmm. I don't think anyone is like without irony. Like, yes, <laughs> this should be an. Why is this not already an Olympic no, sport? No, I think there are people without you, you irony so? who are like, you are so skilled at this. I don't understand why this isn't an Olympic thing. You'd win a gold <laughs> and the silver. It would be. It would be amazing. No, no, with with the accent. With the accent. Even, <laughs> oh, oh, noted. I thought you said not. Uh, no, noted. Yeah. Noted the accent. Yeah. Noted the. Yeah. <laughs> Just curious, you know. So, as a stone skipping champion, yeah. I mean, that accent is someone from Appleton. That's synonymous with cornhole. Appleton, Wisconsin. That's I where saw. That, yeah, I yeah. saw where, little. Ge- where did you get that accent? I grew I, up in Appleton. Appleton, Wisconsin. <laughs> you do you know where that is? It's it's a beautiful place. We have it's just up north, north. You know, it's up north there. Up north yeah. there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, what's happening to your accent? No one knows. No one knows. <laughs> we are offending all our midwestern yeah. listeners right yeah. now. It's fine. We're midwestern. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's if okay. We do it. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, previous episode, we we kicked it off with a long rant about Logan's Run, where you mm-hmm. basically explained the movie from memory. Yeah, which which uh, which was. Uh, no, no errors. So I, I, I missed no details of that movie. We, you didn't, but we've we've had requests since that now every episode I should just name a movie that I sort of remember and you have to explain it to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like uh, yeah. like what? Do it, what's, God. what's the one with Matthew Broderick and the monkeys in space? Oh, is it like X Project X? Project X. What's that movie about? <laughs> oh God, this is gonna sound a lot like War Games. <laughs> It's the monkeys. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that one, Matthew Broderick uh, is, he's like, he takes care of the monkeys for this this program, mm-hmm. but then it turns out they're sent into space, but when they're going to space, like they're dying like immediately. Oh, so this isn't a comedy. <laughs> no. no, Project no. X was not a comedy. <laughs> and um, A very serious drama and he, about and he monkeys wants to space. protect them. And that's when the computer takes over. There's a computer takeover. No, no, I'm again mixing up with war games. games. Okay. Um, (laughs) Oh, but there, there is a simulate. Like, yeah, like they're they're doing like these simulator experiments that are getting monkeys killed or something. (laughs) What is this? Yeah, but with monkeys. It's Ender's oh, yeah, Game yeah, with monkeys. Yeah, sorry, I'm, oh, I'm that, that's responding you, to the off mic commentary. Our peanut gallery yeah. over here. Yeah. Uh, so it's 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 Ender's Game with monkeys <laughs> and Matthew Broderick 
And I this mean, is in the eighties, right? I mean, so yeah. he's got the eighties hair. Oh gosh. So all right, you got to reboot not, it. That's not a thing. The but now I want to see Ender's Game with monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> the studio demands it. We'll get uh, we'll get uh, Andy Circus involved. Yeah. So it's like it'll confuse people because they'll think it's a sequel to the Planet of the Apes movies, mm-hmm. but it's not. Can Matthew Broderick still be in it? Of course. Okay. What was it called again? Project X. Project X. Yeah. <laughs> Of all the movies that that literally came out the time, I don't know why. Of all movies, that's the one that came. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I, so what? What are we doing? I, have no, are, I I don't actually. I, that's my closest guess is <laughs> what, of what I rem, what I remember it being about. Yeah. Fa- so Jim needs to be fact checked. You can you can twit you can Twitter paid at him. Yeah. At Tubac Wax on. Twit. You can twit at him. Yeah. You, you tw- you, I was going to say another yeah. word, but let's not offend anyone. With oh, yeah. Let's. Anyway, uh, <laughs> okay. studio demands. So, where it. do we begin? Uh, it, what we're doing here, as I, I said, we're going to conceptualize a film. Uh, we don't know what the film is yet. We actually literally don't know what this is. Ep- you know what it's about because you clicked on it and you saw the title. So, yeah. you know more than we do at this point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for all the listeners who've been going to studiodemandsit.com or twitting uh, twitting at us. <laughs> Uh, tweet your 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 demands for films and properties it's it, there's some fun ones there's a couple we've been getting we can't do because jim hasn't seen them or i haven't seen them so yeah, they I'm, wouldn't I'm, be very good well so that that's something uh, i've brought up in the past mm-hmm. and and you uh skillfully dodge well, the, uh, the question every time <laughs> and uh, it's understandable i've been um basically broaching the topic of homework like mm-hmm. do do we do we start assigning ourselves homework to be ready for these things well that maybe but then at the same time it's like would it be worth it for example one of our oh, sure. one of our wonderful listeners mm-hmm. wants this to do a new season of dexter you have not seen dexter i have not seen dexter uh, i i would love to i would love to do that for the listener i would love to do that because i i have ideas for what i would do with a dexter um and maybe it would just be me going uh-huh. uh, okay it'd be batman I mean, that sounds superman fine. all over again <laughs> Uh, so I don't know, maybe, maybe in the future, if we do like, a um, a rapid fire episode of ideas, I'll get, I'll get the Dexter idea out there. Or okay. if we make Jim sit through yeah. a series that certainly I mean, existed. I've done it before. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, we do have demands that we can do, which is what we're going to do today. So we are going to take one of our listeners requests, one of our, one of their demands that was submitted at studiodemandsit.com where you too can submit an episode as long as well as name your studio. Um, so with that said, I'm going to go to my lovely assistant over here. Oh wait. Okay. Did it go away again? Let's find out. So today, the damn it, <laughs> uh, okay. Jim. I'm doing the. I'm doing uh, the thing. Uh, doing this the thing. is me vamping. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Da, 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 da. I'm dancing. This is there's dancing happening. All right. You so can't... the demand ah, is yeah. a vampire who's oh, yeah. really good at vamping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he vapes. He's a vaping vampire. A who vamps. vaping vamping vampire. Yeah. Oh, that was better. Mm. Yeah. He's a. Can we? Could. That, Justin Timberlake plays him. Oh, it's now it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, originally, <laughs> it was going to be like, this is a really hard. So, and then you instantly sold it. Yep. I would, Timberlake, watch, I would watch that. Vape and Vamp and Vampire. Why the hell he's, would I watch He's the host of a late night show, like a Tonight Show style show. Oh, oh, and the conflict is is it's not doing well, and they want to move him to a daytime slot. <laughs> and he can't. <laughs> <laughs> We got this. We got this beautiful spot for you in daytime. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, all right. So today, from Carly, from the fictional studio of Burrito Madness. Interesting. Mm. Um, what does she demand? She demands 
They've been trying it for years. Bring back who you feel is necessary for the Goonies 2. Now this is a this might end up being a video game adaptation episode because there is a Goonies too. You know what? That game was rad. <laughs> you had a yo-yo. It uh, was great. Okay, Carly from Studio Burrito Madness, The Goonies Two, The Goonies Two. Okay, uh, interestingly enough, I just watched The Goonies on the airplane on a trip I went on recently. I mean, it's not the first time I've seen it. I'm getting a dirty look for. Is that what you were thinking? Like no, I just saw it for the first. <laughs> it's just co- coincidentally, I have watched it in the past like month or so. A uh, couple months or so, and uh, yeah, do do you know the Goonies? I do know the Goonies. The Goonies. Actually, the I was reading the script as well because I was referencing it for a project I was working on. Mm-hmm. And there were the script is what you see on the screen. Very, nice. Like, there's a lot of times I'll read a screenplay and then see what was made, like the movie that was made out of it, and there'll be changes and whatnot. That script is verbatim what's up on the screen. Like the only hmm. thing that wasn't on the screen at any point is the. The area they live in is called the Goondocks, G O O N. The Goondocks. That's why oh, they're the Goonies. Gotcha. Instead yeah. of the Boondocks, they're the Goonies. Yeah. That that was the only thing from the script. I was like, oh well, that explains the name. Yeah. And why the? Rich- I mean, it does. It was always why are they? I guess, I guess they're kind of goons, but they're little kids, yeah. so they're Goonies. They're from the Goondocks. Hmm. You Goonies. Um, so premise of the first Goonies is that a developer has bought all the land, right? And he's going to, I'm the one who watched it recently. Why am I asking yeah. you? Jim, what's this movie about? What's the Goonies about? Uh, what's, well, it's what you just said. Uh, st- uh, stuff is going to be happening to the neighborhood mm-hmm. and, uh, these kids sure don't like that. Cause this is where they have their adventures and stuff. And so they're like, but there's treasure to be had. Cause my grandpa said, and so they go on a treasure hunt. They're like, there's a map in this room here One-eyed somewhere. One-Eyed Willie, yeah. which is a penis joke. Uh, what? <laughs> you didn't yeah. get that, yeah, did you? A, um, uh, I just thought it was a Bill Clinton joke. Uh, um, <laughs> that's actually, that's a couple layers deep. I apologize. Um, I am offended. Uh, Tweet at Jim. Yeah. And then, so then they uh, uh, actually managed to find the map and they follow the map mm-hmm. and they find the treasure and they're skipping a lot of details and they here save the goonies. and uh because the they uh yeah be, they 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 save the neighborhood i'm not saying that name um <laughs> and uh because of all the treasure they found so the, that's yeah that's the movie and like the adventure part of it like we actually go through the caves and whatnot it's like it takes like halfway through the movie so they finally do it and it's and it's almost quaint compared to these sort of adventure movies you get now. Even seeing like the the previews for Dora the Explorer and yeah. uh, and and movies of that ilk, where it's like, oh, it's a kids movie, it's an adventure movie. There's traps and ah. it's very quaint what they go through in the film. <laughs> uh, that I I don't I I'm not quite sure the Goonies would appeal to a younger audience now. Like we, we loved it as kids because they were. We were about their age when that movie came out, maybe a little older. But um, now we have the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Transformers and John Wick. Like, not that a kid should be watching John Wick, but could a like look at Super Eight? Super Eight definitely has some Goonie esque qualities to it. It's a mm-hmm. love letter to Spielbergisms, um, and Spielberg did produce the Goonies. Sure, I think I think you can. Uh, I, I think you still you still do see stories, even adventure stories that take place in a town, in a, like an individual town mm-hmm. or 
uh, just like like your your own little neighborhood. Uh, the the first one that's coming to mind uh, was um, oh crap, what was it? it came out last last year, the year before. Um, is a zombie Christmas movie. It was uh, hmm. okay, was Brit- British. Yeah, Scott, I don't know. Uh, 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 <laughs> Scott, no, Brit- British. Uh, it was it's very funny. Uh, but it was just in this neighborhood. It was about high school kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it had themes of of growing up and wanting to leave that wasn't town. The musical, and not being was able it? To, yeah, it was. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I know. I know yeah. which movie you're referencing. Um, can't okay. remember the title, but uh, I just as an example of a movie that takes place in uh, a town, a single location. Um, yeah. So, could, is this a matter of replicating what worked before and just doing it in a in a you know 2020s style film? Uh, is well, this a... it is Goonies two, right. so it is a sequel, not a reboot. Okay, so we you can do sequels that are also soft reboots, a la Force Awakens or uh, Star Trek. Um, sure, the two thousand nine Star Trek. You can Evil Dead two, Evil Dead two. You can do soft reboots and sequels at the same time, which uh, you know that's a bit of the trend in Hollywood that the studio might might ask of such a thing. Can you send a group of kids somehow related to the original group of kids on an adventure to find a treasure? Yes, I think there's there's a premise there. Mm-hmm. But how, can you real world it? Is a, is a is a is a premise like that for a Goonies now work for an audience that is used to superheroes and supernatural elements and video games that you get sucked into? You know what I'm saying? Like I think so. Uh, so. Yes, uh, uh, and and the thing is, we uh, we would be able to use some of the the technology that is is now bigger and better. Mm-hmm. But um, aside from possibly the number of undead, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean was pretty much the same tech level as the Goonies. Well, but the like, Goonies, like as far as the adventures they're going on, okay. But the the Goonies face off against mobsters, so you got sure. the the Ferellis. I I have the a plot in mind. Oh, no, uh, by the way, uh, um, yeah. I will I will just say the only big major monster special effect at all that's in Goonies was cut, and it's the yeah. squid. Yeah, which it's, for the longest it's the time thing I, I remember so well because it was in the it. TV version. Yeah, and I, and I remember telling my older sister Allie. Like, oh, I saw Goonies and there's squid, and she had seen that movie a ton. And she's like, "There's no squid." I'm like, "No, there's a squid. I saw this, and there was it." And they put Michael Jackson in his mouth, and he moonwalks away. And she's like, "You are insane. That does not exist. I've seen this movie does- <laughs> for years." She just refused to believe. And then she, I think uh, maybe she saw it on TV or a deleted scene on DVD, and was like, oh, "You were right. There's a squid." <laughs> and Data even says at the end of the movie, even though the scene is cut, "Oh, and the squid was really scary." Yeah. So anyway, so you have a plot in mind. Yeah. You think you know where to go with this. So if I remember right, it takes place in the Northwest? Uh, yeah, it looks like it's the Great, good. American Northwest. Uh, so I think uh, we take the Goonies, uh, uh, maybe maybe just one of them, uh, and they've grown up and they've moved to the big city. Corey Feldman will be all over this. I do not want him involved. <laughs> no, well, I... I oh, Sean Corey, Astin. Corey Feldman, yeah, Sh- Sean Astin is is the one. That, mm-hmm. That's just... Right, he's he's the head. Goonie. How do you not love Samwise Gamgee or Bob um, from Stranger Things or Mikey from Goonies? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, actually, now that I think about, it, we probably could and should jam in as many cameos. Yeah, you could as have. We can. Um, uh, let's. Uh, they're I, watching I wanna... Mouth on TV. Yeah. Mouth is some. He's a uh, late night so talk show here's host. What I'm, here's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Well, oh, so actually, that my plot might not work with Sean Astin because Mikey would not have 
moved away from the goondocks. Mm-hmm. I said it, said I wouldn't say <laughs> How it. How do you feel but about I did. it? Did you I don't feel, right feel good. Face? Okay. I, I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad about it. Um, so s- someone, one of them, uh, we can revise this. This doesn't have to be where this goes. I just need to get this mm-hmm. out before it makes me explode. Go. Um, uh, has moved to the big city. They've moved to Seattle. Okay. And they have kids. And their kids have friends, and they have kind of either taken on the mantle of the Goonies, or their dad calls them that, mm-hmm. or 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 something like that. And so that's that's sort of how and why they take on the name. Uh, maybe that's not true to the original. Maybe it does need to be set in uh, the original neighborhood. We can come back to that once I finish this pot. So, <laughs> um, uh, the kids hear of um, an old treasure, an old. We'll even say mobster treasure, right? Oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah. I guess it could be pirates. Uh, we could make up a reason that there were pirates in Seattle. Uh, maybe having so- something to do with um, the old-timey... Uh, yeah, there could be gold rush. Pioneer period, yeah. yeah it could be um, a gold prospector, treasure, like, um, like a mine. Yeah. It could be a mine with a treasure inside and they, it. And they find out about a, a, a treasure map and... Um, it's going to be like like the the whole area that it that this is purportedly to take place in mm-hmm. is going to be uh, completely redone with a huge uh, uh, like a skyscraper is going to be put in that go that that's going to be dug um, into really the deep yeah as, uh, as low as it is high yeah. And the reason that's a problem is it's going to mess up the treasure. No one's going to find it, so the kids decide to go find it themselves and they get to run around the uh uh underground Seattle because there's a whole I don't know if if you know about no, Seattle. Um Seattle is built on top of old Seattle. So there's like whole neighborhoods that are just walled off and, and underground. Just underground, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh there. Cool. And and that is that is where it would take place. Um we can we can put some more uh, uh, no, like the, some adversaries yeah. going after the treasure as well. If we make the treasure prospector gold, like it's a sure. frontier era or um a, you know forty nine ers style gold prospector mine shaft big well, gold rush. If claim. we want to do mobsters uh, as as the uh, villains, it could actually be mobsters stored their money there, stowed their money there. Oh, like uh, like bootleggers, like yeah. some sort of prohibition era. Which right on yeah. the uh, between uh, um, Van- uh, British Columbia and Texada Island was a huge waypoint for the Canadian prohibition uh, smugglers. There you go. Yeah, because there was an overlap in prohibition in uh, America and Canada. They only had okay. one year where both countries were completely dry. Huh. Canada did it, and just when they gave up, America did it. So there's <laughs> one year where there's an overlap. So there's their history. Uh, sure, a little bit of history lesson of so yeah, I like that. It's 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 not prospector gold. It's gangster. It's a gangster mm-hmm. cachet of of yeah. money. And but because this entire area is going to be uh, demolished, uh, the descendants uh, of those original gangsters mm-hmm. have they're like, oh, we know about this too, and we need to we go still get have it. These very cliche voices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> living here in the Northwest for yeah. so long. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> And Waluigi's there, for and he's some like, he's the best character yeah, we've come of up with. It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so they're going up against basically gangsters again. Mm-hmm. The the uh, descendants of they're not connected to the Fratellis. All I don't think we need to do that. Um, could the could the gangsters be 
trying to think, is there any, maybe we don't need to overcomplicate who the bad guys are. They're just bad guys trying to get the gold too, right? That, that's currently where I'm at. Uh, I think it, it could be connected to the uh, Fratellis. Hmm, okay. Um, I don't, I Joey, don't, I don't Joey have Pants an idea. Joey is still around. Yeah, so. I don't have an idea how, but but it, it could be. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Maybe they, uh, so you don't want to bust one out at the beginning. That's why they're escaping and then finding out about the money. And trying to go after it after the kids as well. Um, so we, we basically have our setting. They're going to go down to this mine shaft and explore underneath Seattle, which is a thing I didn't know existed. That's mm-hmm. pretty, I knew about uh, New York has lots of old subways and that people mm-hmm. explore all the time. Like no, this is like full-on storefronts. Wow, really? Yeah. Underneath the city. That's, mm-hmm. in, that's incredible. Huh, that's fun. Cause, hmm. Well, because at one time that was the city and then they just built a new one on top. Oh, all right. Well, okay. I'm so sure that's simplifying how it actually was, and it's probably not even that large of an area at this point. But mm-hmm. this is fiction. We're having, so we're having fun with history, right? Is, yeah. you, I'm teaching you about prohibition. Yeah, you're teaching me about Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's think characters here. So we have if if Mikey is the dad of the Goonies, mm-hmm. and who wouldn't want it? again Sean Astin? Who wouldn't want to see him? Yep. Um, if you do want to throw in cameos of the other characters, I think seeing, um, I, I said mouth being some sort of like, like a Joe Rogan type. Like a TV personality? Not even a TV personality, like a like an online personality, like Joe Rogan podcasting. You know, just very mouthy. He'd sure. Be like a, a wannabe Howard Stern. Okay. Yeah, and as obnoxious as Corey Feldman actually is. <laughs> it wouldn't have to be a stretch for him. Um, Chunk could have some sort of... Uh, that's the that's the one element we, I, I don't know how to incorporate gracefully what's that is is uh, uh oh oh you know you said uh would be sloth chunk and sloth yeah i yeah. I, I wonder if chunk could be some sort of uh again these could be cameos or these could be bigger it could be their kids going on the adventure right like mikey could still be friends with with chunk and chunk is some uh like a ben and jerry's kind of what what like chunk and sloth ice cream like they, <laughs> they created like rocky road right like they created some sort of ben and jerry's empire Sure. That um, you know, Sloth would have passed away. He's he. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, uh, well, um, data. Maybe, yeah. Data could be some sort of tech gene. Like, uh, do we want all of them to have succeeded except Mikey, who is like just a very. Well, blue, I mean, like, even even he would have not, uh, like like even if he's, uh, I think to say stay true to the character, he would have stayed in the old neighborhood that he mm-hmm. saved. I, I don't know why that feels the most true okay. to that character. Um, so do they so go with this from... premise? It would have to be someone else's kid. Mm, okay, Data would be uh, Andy and um, and um, Bran would be uh, sure. Josh Brolin and um, yeah. the girl played Andy. Uh, it could be their kids. Sure. Um, oh, okay. There it is. Um, Mikey could visit and plant the seed in his nephew's head, there much you go. to the chagrin of Bran, who's yeah. like, "Don't look! Don't fill my kid with your crazy yeah. adventure stories." Because in the original Goonies, it was yeah, his grand. I'm not, not going to have them climbing down wells and fighting on a pirate ship. That yeah. brand, they're not going to fight on a pirate ship. And then in the end, I told you they, there was no pirate ship. No, <laughs> I wasn't wrong. There it is. So Mikey stayed I behind. I kind of want to put a pirate ship in there somehow. <laughs> Just somewhere. Yeah. The opening scene is at 
some sort of amusement park that has. <laughs> oh a no, I was ship. I was thinking like there actually is a pirate. They find a pirate ship in some underground dock or something. <laughs> in Seattle, and then yeah, and then and then at the end, Josh Brolin's like, "You said there wasn't going to be. There wouldn't be a pirate yeah. ship. That's literally a pirate ship. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to snap you out of existence <laughs> so hard. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Cross world reference. Yeah, because he's Thanos. I get, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I think that's it. Mikey stayed behind. He's the one who plants the seed of adventure in his nephew. Sure. Um, or niece. You know, let's, mm-hmm. let's think now. We have our original characters. What do we do with our new cast of characters? Do we have analogs for Mikey, Mouth, Data, and Chunk? Um, sure. And quartet. Uh, there. F- first answer is sure. Yeah. Um. Uh. So I I guess let let's let's think. Uh. So if it's the original uh. Goonies, uh, sort of inspiring something in in uh, a bunch of kids, new new kids. So it'd be Mikey's nephew or niece. Mm-hmm. What if Mikey also has kids? Uh, but so so they're they're uh, cousins. Okay. Uh, but I think what would be fun is if they don't necessarily get along. Mm-hmm. So going on. Oh, this so then they'd have to go on the adventure what, together. What, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Let's let's put the two of them together. And then you have like an unlucky uh, pairing of I don't want yeah. sort of like Bran was pissed that he had to go along with with Mikey yeah. and the original Goonies. Now you have uh, two cousins, one who was you know I, I forced to stay with them mm-hmm. for the weekend because what have you? Yeah, um, uh, Dad's always talking. You're all I love Uncle Mikey. He's always talking about that. No, it's it's dumb. Like your dad is you know got a real job, and my dad works at a restoration of the library it's dumb like i don't <laughs> like my dad my dad is dumb <laughs> no your dad is cool excitement adventure yeah. i like it um oh okay i see what you're saying i was actually for for whatever reason i was actually thinking the opposite and maybe maybe that's that's too static uh uh have, having the the boring brother that boring is not the right word but uh be have the boring kid and the Treasure hunting brother have the treasure hunting kid. No, I was flipping it. Yeah, was flipping Flip, it on flipping, its head. Flipping is probably took probably the coin better. and turned it over to the other side. Um, yeah, so that way we get to see both sides of the coin. And they learn to care about each other along yeah. the way. That they they go through the adventure together, and one learns to be less adventurous and more responsible, and the other one learns to be a little more adventurous and less uptight. Wait, did I just say the same thing twice? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then from there, I, I think we recruit just friends of, uh, well, probably uh, Josh Brolin's kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Kids from the neighborhood um, yeah. that are involved in this. Uh, um, some uh, Data is a great character for the original in that he has the little the crappy inventions that sort mm-hmm. of help them along the way. Is there some sort of 2020 version of that that we can put in this? Someone who's really good with their cell phone i don't know like what is the with the bleep bloops with the bleeps and the bloops and the and the machines and the goings ons can we somehow have healy's or social Healy's still media thing? uh they're tweeting about it the yeah. whole time what if what if they're they're streaming on twitch <laughs> we found your kids how well they're streaming it live so yeah. it was really easy yeah, it's really very popular sh- it's a very short movie <laughs> um um how, is I, there, I don't know. Is I, there a, short answer. Uh, again, yes. Yeah. We could just say yes, there yeah. is, and we can give them whatever wacky inventions we want to. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of how plausible that is. Mm-hmm. I, let's let's take let's take the the invention angle out of it, and m- m- someone obsessed with video games. Someone obsessed with. I, I jokingly said 
uh, John Wick as a kid's movie earlier when I was <laughs> listing off movies. But having a kid who carries paintball guns on him and thinks he's freaking Neo, like someone who's a weirdo kid who is just obsessed with movie, like movie action hero. So he gets a okay. paintball like shootout scene in this movie. Like, uh, you see what I'm saying? Like, I, I do. We, not having someone who has inventions that help him along the way, but someone who's... Someone has guns. Like, How very American. <laughs> you know what will solve this situation? A gun. A gun. <laughs> uh, sorry? I don't know. I, <laughs> no, no. There are people listening who's like, yeah. great idea. <laughs> um, just, just giving some sort of hyper-stylized uh, shootout sequence where he's popping off paint paintballs at a, at a actual gangster, gangster with yeah. a real gun who's like dah, dah, and like slipping and sliding and being mm-hmm. made a fool of and sure. never getting off a shot of their actual gun um yeah there there could be something to that i'm i'm i still don't know if this is enough to engage an audience the, everything even with a paintball kid is that <laughs> <laughs> That that was it. That was our. That was the pinnacle of what we had to offer. Was paintball kid. <laughs> this isn't. I don't feel like this is a movie that okay. would be good enough. When you have something like J- Jumanji Two: Welcome to the Jungle, and you have, um, like this well, is just. It's that's just not, not. I I mean, it's it sounds boring to a, an audience. I'm I'm playing studio right now, and I'm saying this isn't. This sounds like a dumb little kids movie. I mean, it's not little kids, but. It's not. It's meant to be like an all ages family movie kind of thing. Like, it's supposed to appeal to kids. It's supposed to um, ignite your imagination for your own li- for for the the area you live in. I think that's like the you, problem. Do- you might be you might be living on top of a treasure filled yeah. adventure. But do do and and this is just speaking of. I I have my nieces and nephews. I don't have kids, so I don't know. Do kids still go out and build forts in the trees in the backyard? Like, is that, or are kids so obsessed with their cell phones and video games and tablets that they're not getting out there and mixing it up like, like pre? You know, do I sound like. I, no, I, I, you, you, to, to me, you, you sound like a radio, <laughs> an AM radio show guy. <laughs> kids these days. Yeah, they're, they don't ride their bikes anymore. Yeah, kids are riding their bikes. <laughs> well, like, look at Stranger Things. I freaking love Stranger Things. That show is phenomenal. And, sure. but it needs to be set in the 80s because if you, and if they delve into the early 90s, that's fine. Harry Potter has to be set in the, as, in the early 90s, it, it can't be any later than that because once you get computers involved, once you get modern technology, cell phone technology involved, it kind of ruins a lot of the adventure. That's why it's so mm-hmm. dumb when you see contrivances of like, oh, my battery on my cell phone died. Oh, I can't get service out here. Well, you're not wrong. However, I have, I do have to say when you're underneath the city <laughs> your in cell phone Seattle, your, work, yeah. your, your cell phones are not going to work. Okay, all right, maybe. And actually, wasn't there even one of the plots of Goonies was they were underground, so they couldn't get a radio signal for the walkie-talkies? No, I don't. No, I thought there was a thing, and they had to reach up when in one of the no, making stuff up now. (laughs) You're watching Stranger Things, is what what you're doing. Am I remembering? Uh, SpaceX. That's the Project X. (laughs) The monkey couldn't get. Yeah, the the monkey. Matthew Broderick was like, "I can't hear you. Yeah, you're underground." the The monkey was like. Can, can you hear me now? 
Uh, we've lost the thread. Where are we? Yep. I, is, Goonies, Goonies too. Does does this work in a modern setting? Does that is that enough of an adventure that they go like okay, not really the same thing, but kind of what I'm talking about in terms of like why does this movie exist in the uh, tens, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Premium Rush, starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's a bike courier, and the movie is all about bike couriers around New York City and gangsters and they're they're riding their bikes I mean, all extreme yeah. and it's it's fine who's asking for that where's the extreme I mean, there, bicyclists that are there is a there is a community of of, of bicyclists Bicycle, bicycles are not a thing that are done I, and gone true but like that's such a that seems like it's, an 80s it's quite, movie it's a I very quaint it's idea very niche yeah uh, uh, but yeah, like like that is a community. I I don't know. I think like Fast and the Furious used to be about a bunch of drag racers who stole DVD players. Yeah. And now they are literally saving the world from superhumans. They are going to space, no doubt about this. <laughs> By the tenth movie, they'll be up there. Believe me. So can a group of like four or five kids go underneath the city of Seattle and follow a labyrinth of potential booby traps, all in search of gold, with no magic? No monster special effects. Does that sell? Is that enough? I, the studio asked us to make a Goonies too. I really like. Yeah, there's no magic. Yeah, there's there, like there can be special effects in those traps. You mentioned like we didn't even talk about the the set pieces they would go sure, through. Well, true. That's and, that's and I think that would be that would be where a bunch of the adventure come comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can have them going through through old. Uh, bootlegger tunnels and and uh, skeletons chained to the wall that, yeah. to, that and, have booby traps on them. Yeah, and and I realize mobsters aren't really known for their riddles the way pirates were, <laughs> uh, but we could figure something out. Here's what you gotta do, C. <laughs> but the C is a letter C. <gasps> play the piano. No, play the violin that has the C. It's not a violin. There's a machine gun in here. <laughs> Give it to me. No, 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 no. You you do not get a real gun. Oh, come on, guys. Nah, that's that that's that's too real. Yeah. Um I'm a little but I'm, I think, I'm at a like, loss here. Like, I don't know. Like if... as far as the intro goes, I think that would be a part of it is is most of the kids would, would be on their phones and tablets and their their bleep bloop dupe dabs. And uh uh, uh YouTube the, the and one twitching. Kid, the one kid who's really excited to go on an actual adventure would kind of be dragging everyone else along. Could and he get upset at one point, snatch all their like grab no, all their phones, no. and smash it situation? No. Or like, I, I think that's that's too much looking at the audience and saying, "Get off your phones and go have an adventure." <laughs> that's not darn that's kids. not what I that's not what I mean to do here. Could okay, let's let's uh, alter the stakes a little bit here. Could this be? The like, in fact, uh, uh, I because I, I think they would they would remain they would keep their phones. I think they would go underground. They would lose their signal, but they'd still be doing things like recording. They'd be trying to get signals, mm-hmm. and I think you would even have the what is, is probably cl- even cliche by now. But you would have the the scene where the the gangsters are doing something, mm-hmm. and then one of the kids pulls out their phone and no, takes okay. a picture, no, and that's and, why the gangsters are chasing them. Yeah, yeah, ch- or chasing them to get the they prove they prove we're up to no good. Mm-hmm. Oh hey, they're also after a treasure, like because yeah. the Fratellis originally weren't. They were just oh these kids saw that we are out of jail. Sure. Um, oh, they're also going after a treasure. Let's do that. Um, so okay, yeah, you've you've given us a reason for the bad guys to be chasing them. 
Uh, could, it still doesn't convince you there's a movie you want. To well, no, I, 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 I would love to see a movie like this, but I just feel like is this enough of, you know, yeah, it probably is enough. Uh, Good Boys, I think, is mm-hmm. a, more, a more recent yep. kids film, but it's rated. No, R, no, it's it's not a kid, or it's Good. a movie with kids in it. Yeah. Sorry, and and that's that's super bad with ten year olds. Like yeah. that's not the right idea here. And I think of Super Eight, which has a lot of it's Goonies meets Cloverfield. But you got the Cloverfield angle to drag people sure. into it. Um, I I do like the idea of just sending some kids on an adventure. If the kids are written well enough and acted well enough, that's why the original Goonies is still good, as quaint as it is, as simplistic as the plot is. Sean Astin, Corey Feldman, uh, Chunk Data, Josh Bowen, they're all very compelling young actors. And uh, Stranger Things has given us a cast of young actors who are charismatic and compelling. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have the supernatural so, behind it. I'm, so children can't act. I, I, I have seen it done. I have seen it done. I know everyone else doubted it, but I believe that this is a possibility. Is this enough of a film? What have we have we satisfied the demand before even our commercial break? Because I don't know uh, what what else can be done here. Uh, I, I, we we can fill it out with uh, set pieces, um, like specific. Uh, scenes okay um well let's let's take a quick break here and we'll come back with some ideas okay cool uh that was a very lame send-off to this commercial break here you go (laughs) hello i'm max and i'm jordan and i'm here to talk to you about the top hat balloon show it's a great show it's a sketch comedy show that comes out every week hilarious things happen in it you can find us on YouTube or iTunes or on our website at topatballoonshow.com we have a website <laughs> okay and we're back cool I think right. I got something here okay I think, okay so we have we have a couple characters here we have we have our two cousins, one who wants to go on the adventure, one who's kind of being dragged along, mm-hmm. right? Uh, maybe uh, Mikey's Mikey's kid is the one who doesn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brand's kid is the one who, oh, your dad loved adventures. He used to tell me about it all the time. So he's they're being dragged along together. So yeah, and he and so so the 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 excited one's all the enthusiasm, mm-hmm. and the the other one uh, uh, as they go, uh, they keep running into situations where they they're like oh what do we do now and and he reluctantly is like oh wait no i do know what to do here okay yeah he's got right, the, he, he's got all of the knowledge even though he doesn't want to does, utilize it yeah i love that that's great and we have i what do you think of a kid who's obsessed with video games do you think that's having a kid who's obsessed with guns is a, is a bad idea in the in the climate that we exist in today I'm not trying to be insensitive. I'm actually curious if, like, sure. having someone—it's basically well, right, like, like if he had a like slingshot, it, then it'd be fine. But the I fact mean, that he's would it even? Uh, I'm maybe I don't I don't know. I, I don't I don't actually know the answer to that okay. question. Let me and uh, we we have um, Cause now because now all I'm thinking of is Mike TV from right right right, right. How would how would we, how would Mike TV go over nowadays? He would not have guns. <laughs> So, so maybe I'm being insensitive by having guns. So let me let me alter the character here a little bit. And this knives. Is, yeah, knives. He's just has got a razor blade. He's like just into one knife, of those fold out ones. Yeah. He's like, got like six ninja stars. <laughs> he has ninja stars. That's it. That and nunchucks. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's obsessed with ninjas. He's a ninja kid. So he's a ninja kid, <laughs> and he has nunchucks 
and that is very departed from Data as a character. <laughs> now he's just a kid who's clearly got anger issues, and whose parents have let him get away with <laughs> way too much. Why does that kid have nunchucks? And why does he keep calling them numchunks? <laughs> numchunks. <laughs> they can call him Chucks. Yeah, they sure Chunk, they sure could. Chunks, chunks. Yeah, and Chucks. Ah, uh, it sounds the same, but it's different. It okay. <laughs> I'm telling me to shut up. Yeah. Not you to shut up. Um, how about a kid? And, and this is a bit of meta. I'm trying to. In, I'm inserting a little bit of meta, metaphysical humor here. A kid who's constantly uh, one. Their fourth kid who is 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 positive that they're going to come across ghosts or zombies or some sort of monster supernatural element that never comes. Why would that not be uh, the the first kid? Why would that be a different kid? The adventure kid, like yeah. the two cousins, and yeah. not the not the obsessive one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because you're right, we need to fill out the cast. Yeah, but the it it seems like the kid who's thirsty for adventure mm-hmm. would be the same kid who's going to think all of these things are real. Okay, well, let's and seeking them out, having having because. What, 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 the, the, the id ego su- I'm cutting you off. No, yeah. Having the id ego superego kind of scenario here. If the adventuring kid is the, the superego, he's like, oh, let's have this adventure just like your dad did. We'll go to these caves. We're going to find mm-hmm. the treasure. And then you have the other kid saying, this is dumb. Adventures are stupid. I don't want to do it. And then the adventuring kid, like, no, I will go. We'll have to go against booby traps and we'll have to go against this. Like, he's excited for the potential of reality. Whereas their their third friend, who's the crazy one, is like, yeah, and then the skeletons come to life. Skeletons don't come to life. Yeah, skeletons don't, don't come to life. The two cousins can bond over the fact that this one kid keeps taking his imagination too far. Just keeps going uh, yeah. going too far with it? So then if they do come across one and of the booby because they, I imagine they would. So our version of Sloth in this, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm going to pitch Bigfoot. Right. I don't know why Bigfoot's underground. It's the maybe Northwest. <laughs> maybe yeah. Maybe they they get out into the woods for just a super sec. Just like a crazy Fox Mulder kid, <laughs> who who believes in the crazy advent- dib dib from Invader Zim. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. He he's he constantly thinks they're gonna come across something. So then when like the climax is happening, and they do come across. A pirate ship and ghost, like something yeah. that seemingly looks like ghosts. He can be like, "I was right." <laughs> ah! <laughs> so the kind of the commentary that I keep giving of like, how how does this movie fit in a modern era? It's not big and exciting enough. So he keeps scenario. Uh, did you see Toy Story Four? No, no. Okay, there's two characters. I missed. Can- I missed like. All but three movies this summer. Damn so, you! Yeah, I'm, there's I'm two bad, characters. Bad movie man. He and Peel's character characters in Toy Story Four constantly keep painting scenarios where they get to do stuff that's like impossible. Where uh-huh. like, well, we become the size of Godzilla and we crush them all, and you get to see <laughs> it happening. So perhaps the character who constantly thinks ghosts are going to attack and monsters are going to attack, when he explains it, we get to see it, and then cut back to them being like, "That's not gonna. That's not gonna." happen so that even, uh, you're, you're talking about, you're talking like family guy cutaways okay yeah i guess that does delve into family guy territory uh what if so we take that kid with all of his ghost stories mm-hmm. and he's the one to 
hit all the beats of the original Goonies that gets captured by the gangsters. So he's dragging them through it all? Sort of. Uh, The thing is, so he's going on about his story as well. Like, oh, uh, in this part of town, uh, this person died like this, and 40 people, and and they say that their souls never... And And he ate their bodies. And at first... At first, the gangster like just just shut, just shut up, Stop shut talking. this kid up. Uh, but it gets to the point like, and 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 they keep trying to gag him for whatever reason they can't or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, ultimately, uh, his stories get to them, and he freaks them freaks them out, out <laughs> and and they're able to use that to their advantage. Okay, somehow. I don't. I have, that that's funny. That I like that. It's a little too similar to to Chunk. Having him be captured, and I, 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 but I do like the idea of, okay, you got there's good there, there's bad there. Blah, 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 blah. Um, okay, uh, the pseudo romantic angle that you see between Bran and Andy in the original Goonies, where mm-hmm. he just wants to take her out, and he's she's dating the cool football player, and ends up sticking with Bran. Yeah, that's that's something that we we don't yet have uh, the angle of. of not, uh, uh, the age gap between the the kids. So in in Goonies, they they did some really interesting things with the the Goonies who were um, just on the verge of becoming teenagers, mm-hmm. or they were they were early teens, mm-hmm. and then the the disaffected teens who were already there, but they're like, oh, I guess we got to go <laughs> along anyway, right? Right. And so there was there was that dichotomy on top of uh, the the not conflict, the just the not drama, the the, the things between each of them, like right? the relationship the things going, yeah. going on there, and uh, yeah. So we don't have if the cousins have the age gap, if Mikey's kid and Brandon's sure. kid are ten years apart or eight years apart or whatnot. Um, maybe not ten. That it's might be like a big gap. Four. Yeah, like three, f- five, five years apart. If it's twelve year olds and seventeen year olds, I don't know. Do the math. It's twelve. <laughs> 12 right the, the right yeah 12 is yeah. the right age and 17 that still seems too much but whatever 16 they could drive yeah what we, <laughs> yeah so having that age gap yeah that creates a bit of a of a conflict there but then having the it's it's again i hate to go to stranger things constantly but it's so good the kids dealing with their issues as adolescents and then Steve and Nancy and Jonathan dealing with the teenager issues sure and then combining them together so having some sort of uh, interest or romantic interest involved in here on the adventure um, is there something to that like do we want to just do that again yeah radio silence is, is always good <laughs> that's uh, why I'm humming yeah uh, uh, yeah uh, well, so what if what if we change the uh, not the motivation but the the inciting incident that actually gets them to so the whole time uh, the adventure kid mm-hmm. um, is he's super excited like oh and Uncle Mikey told me about this and Uncle Mikey told me about this and he's like I don't care can we please just like do anything else other than talk about my dad's weird obsessions mm-hmm. no no we can't because he said this and this. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And in the meantime, uh, maybe there is an older sibling um, that has to uh, that gets forced to take them somewhere, mm-hmm. right? Like you, uh, uh, I'm gonna go hang out with my friends. You have to take your brother and your cousin 
because they're uh, visiting. Uh, and, and they go, uh, and that's that's uh, and so he get, so the older kid, uh, whether uh, boy or girl, gets to meet up with their older friends, and they're gonna hang out and do angsty teenage teen stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would dovetail really well into, oh, we're going to go hang out in an abandoned underground thing. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, can we come to, and then he has, oh, he drags them along and then they, well, he drags them along to their friends and then adventure kid won't shut up about this underground place. So one of his friends is then, uh, one of the the older kids friends is like, all right, I'm a, I'm a call. Yeah. Let's do it. Where's this at? Let's try it. Okay. So then you have. Two teens going together that could potentially have some sort of well, uh, I'm right. Cute, I, th- I actually think romance. it'd be like four, four total. Four. We we start with so we have two siblings mm-hmm. and a cousin. Mm-hmm. We have probably two more friends of the younger kids. That's five. Okay. That probably meet up with them after they leave the house is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the older kid is annoyed that even more little kids are there, <laughs> um, but then he meets up with his his three friends. Uh, probably the girl he wants to hook up with, and then their two friends who are already together. Mm-hmm. So then the what? What are one, two, eight? Mm-hmm. The eight of them. Oh, that's that's a bigger cast than I expected. Uh, all head into this underground, and then and then adventures ensue. Adventures ensue. Okay. Well, let's talk about set pieces here. Let's let's think of what are some of the things they can. Uh, Go, get involved in. I think sure. some sort of minecart situation, uh, homage to Temple of Doom. You know what I should have looked up on the break? I should have looked up on when the city was buried because I don't think it's that old. Well, fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a city fair. on top that's, of a city. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, having, oh, we're talking gangster gold, but there there was an element of uh, gold oh, no, rush. It was, it was mid, mid-19th century, so okay. yeah. So there could be gold rush mine carts situation here. Now we're still dealing with gangster gold treasure, but we get to play with with a, a, a action set piece in homage of of uh, Temple of Doom. I mean, he, mm-hmm. I would even go all out and have a being having water like flood the caves kind of scenario here. Sure. Yeah. Um, now, now I, I get there. There'd probably be caves, <laughs> like, but just, the mine cart situation think... ends. Stopping with the feet. Water, water. Guys, this is just like Temple of Doom. Except in Temple of Doom, there was water. <laughs> just go all in. Just go all in. I I think that's too old of a reference. Oh, dang it. Dang it. For yeah. a kid to. Yeah. This is just like that really old movie, Temple of Doom. <laughs> that my dad made me watch. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> this is. Uh, I've never seen that one. I do like Crystal Skull, though. Okay, we're going to leave you here. Yeah. 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 This movie's done. <laughs> The characters say that, yeah, and yeah. they they just walk and, off and camera, walk, and then the credits start to roll. Yeah, that guys, a, that was a weird ending. Guys. I guess I'm just doing this myself now. <laughs> Family Guy cutaway. Yeah, there you go. We're okay. good. We're good I, at this. I, I, I think a, a minecart scenario um, just to have an action, an exciting chase sequence of sorts. I think there's there's something to be done with. I I don't know what the first the thing that always comes to mind is like, in uh uh. Like a, a shoot a, sh- a gunslinger shootout, mm-hmm. which doesn't necessarily fit what we're going for here. But the the underground the the old Seattle underground, like it's a it's a full on city facade. So it's like imagine Main Street, mm-hmm. but underground. So what do you do with an abandoned empty Main Street? 
well, hipsters would make a coffee shop there. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, so, sorry. so there's a coffee shop. Um, <laughs> there's a film crew down there. Yeah. Uh, so I, I imagine uh, we we could do something with that. Oh. Even if it's even if it's a classic Scooby Doo running from door to door. <laughs> uh, Wait, I might have I might have sent us somewhere instead of a kid obsessed with with uh, paranormal stuff like that, which we could still do. Or or have a sec- one of the other characters be obsessed with filmmaking. Someone who would be having their phone out the whole time, wanting to be a YouTube star, documenting it, mm, sure. using special effects. So then, the there could be a a shootout with the gangsters against something that is actually just fireworks going off and made to look like, uh, you know, utilizing stupid film tricks that kids would be able to do because of. I don't know what. What if you. it's what if it's one of the teens and they're really into like almost like jackass kind of yeah. pranks and stuff, yeah. and so that's why they have a, all kinds a of pocket just full of stuff M-80s. on them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and well, and, and and other weird stuff. Yeah. So using okay, so we could still have the kid thinking that all the paranormal stuff's going to happen. You could have a kid, uh, one of the old kids, be a. a YouTube prankster. Oh, that's so annoying and I love it. Yeah. Because Mouth is an annoying little, like, in yeah. the first Goonie. I want yeah. someone to smack him. <laughs> so having a YouTube prankster be one of our be teenage one of the, characters the, that come along. Be the kid you want to smack. Yeah. Then uh, they have a redemption in that their jackassery is, uh, <laughs> saves them in the end sure. from the gangsters. Yeah, or at least through one of the set pieces, going through the old town. You said, like, mm-hmm. what were you suggesting that you? I, I didn't town? really. I I just I had the set. I didn't have an idea okay. for for what to do there. I, could, I think that were right. Aside from the whole, we're in this storefront. We got to find those kids. Yeah. Let's go over here. And mm-hmm. now the kids sneak off to another place, and then back and forth, and you get the the the, the chase montage from mm-hmm. Scooby Doo, right? Where they're they're just running across a hallway, all like from doorways they shouldn't be coming from to some, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the song. Oh, yeah. we we should have a creepy carousel. Underground, okay. yeah. Seattle, someone put in, and I'm thinking sure. more like uh, Castle on the Hill, or I'm sorry, a House on the Hill in Wisconsin with all like the underground caves. Oh yeah, the, but having some not sort a House of, on the Hill, or uh, yeah, House on the Rock, House on the Rock. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. sorry uh, yeah. I was getting in my head uh, for Wisconsin folks. I was mixing up House on the Rock and Holy Hill. There we go. That's I yes. Having a creepy carousel as a set piece as well, especially if the one kid thinks paranormal stuff's gonna keep happening, being like, I'm not going on that carousel. Sure. I am not gonna get involved in that carousel. Carousels are creepy. I I yeah. I, I yeah, yeah. I am um, yeah, that could be a fun and sequence. then yeah, and then the the gangsters are chasing him and he's like, Okay. And he gets on the carousel, but it hasn't been turned on yet. And then the gangsters get on the carousel. Trying to find the kids. And we gotta find going. those kids. And then someone finds a way, like like plugs it in or something, and then it turns on, and then that's oh no. <laughs> like, I like, like, what's going on? There's a little creepy ghost girl over there. I swear to God, guys. <laughs> it's a little it's a little creepy carousel girl. I mean this is dead air. Okay. <laughs> no, no, you didn't like no, the sorry. Ideas. no, no, no. I'm 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 wondering so can we jam in a character who's there there's one of them has a little sister. Oh sure. So one. take away I, I did one we have a fourth character? Well, I think the, we had a fourth character that that didn't make sense. Yeah, just a, like one a of the kids. Girl. That, one of the kids on the one of the cast could be a little girl who, if she puts her hair forward, just looks like creepy Lily the ghost, who's just 
looking up at them, moving all weird. And she, <laughs> and she, <laughs> and she keeps doing it through the movie. And everybody, stop, stop it. Stop doing this. Stop. You creepy creep. <laughs> You're all going to die. Don't stop. Nah, come on. What's with the British voice, too? Come on. Don't do that. Yeah. A little, little creepy Lily the ghost girl. <laughs> um, freak him out on a carousel. And uh, I think we need one more. Like something set piece. yeah uh, uh the the um the water slide what's the what's the french term for the 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 denouement yeah no that that's the the downward the action. je ne sais quoi the, yes the je ne sais quoi the um <laughs> uh, uh the piece de, de la resistance Tri- yep the arc de triomphe we need an arc, we need de, an arc de triomphe, triomphe. <laughs> uh we need a set piece that is our final set piece our our our, our big what's our pirate ship mm, okay could be I imagine it is where the minecart roller coaster leads to. Okay. Uh, and it's and since we're dealing with gangster gold, what is uh, maybe an old still if it's prohibition era. Um that's not really creepy enough. It would smell bad. Uh so is yeasty here. Is there <laughs> smell Is there a way to turn like an old mine with an old uh, 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 still right, like like a whole bootlegging operation turned into this whole, almost like not Rube Goldberg machine, but like once all of our eight main characters and then our three antagonists mm-hmm. are kind of running around in this thing, like oh he jumps on this platform and the gangster's about to grab him, but somebody else does a thing, so a lever lifts and they go oh they're out of reach, and then just, suddenly the gangster just yeah. like have have like the like this big set. Where uh, there's just a whole bunch of that between the still and the mine, uh, yeah, straight stuff up Rube and, Goldberg style. Like it, it should yeah. be this is happening, then this happens, and then mm-hmm. this and this, and um, yeah, and, and and that that is somehow also where all the gold is hidden, right? Yeah, we're we we make our moonshine here. Let's just keep all the gold here too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the perfect place to hide it so it's that true. no one can get to it. Yeah. If they find this, it's all over anyway. Yeah, um, the. Okay, so yeah, I think some sort of giant Rube Goldberg with like things flying through the air and hammers slamming down, and it's just a ridiculous. Who, <laughs> Why are who there hammers? All, who, That's how you make the mash. That's yeah, what mash is, right? Man, like, who I'm informing people to on how to how to actually make their own make moonshine? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think some ridiculous Rube Goldberg type contraption is fine, and it's a nice callback to the original Goonies, which had. Rube Goldberg type devices on the pirate ship, as well as in front of Mikey's house that mm-hmm. Data had made to open up the gate. Um, I'm assuming Data made it for him. Who else would be the inventor that made the Rube Goldberg device that opens the gate for Chunk after he does the truffle shuffle? Um, I just think that's a thing that they do there in the Goondocks. <laughs> in the Goondocks, yeah. yeah. That still feels weird saying. It does. Um, so what's what's the end game here? So the the bad guys get caught, but what what are they trying to well, accomplish it, in terms uh, of? Well, that's we don't have the reveal, right? The big reveal is the kids were right all along, the adults were wrong. Mm-hmm. How do we, how do we pull all of the gold? How do we pull up the treasure to the surface where everyone can see what these kids have done? Uh, perhaps the the real treasure here is the archaeological find, the historical significance of the missing distillery and the mine cart and the everything they found along the way in old Seattle or whatnot is enough, has enough historical significance in the long run. That's like, 
The gold, yeah, that's great. We would have made a lot of money off this, but all this is priceless. They can't tear this down anymore. They can't build the giant skyscraper here. You guys have literally found a priceless treasure. And so now the city can't build the ugly skyscraper and destroy all this land. Something like that. It saves the. Eh. It's. No, okay. I'm. I. It, you're. You're right. It just that feels. That it feels tacked on cliche. So now we need to vilify. The which which I suppose was the purpose in the original. Yeah. Like oh they're gonna buy us out. They were and, evil and land then, developers. Yeah. Okay. That's true. Because then through the movie I just didn't care about that part. Yeah. We're in caves and we're having adventures. And then, Who cares about land developers? And then, oh, oh, we got, oh my gosh, oh my Dios, we got the, we got yeah. the, oh, we got the jewels, you know. Um, uh, don't sign, no sign, I uh, don't sign, you Because know. um, the, I guess when I was little, okay. I used to okay. think like, oh, they found all those jewels, now they're all rich. Yeah. But then, as an adult, comprehending the film, like, oh no, they don't get to keep any of that. They just <laughs> got to buy off, buy all their land back. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> so having the. Uh, the land saved by the historical significance of what will essentially be a ghost amusement park under Seattle that they could. Okay. So we build that in with uncle Mikey basically uh, doing a little bit of ranting about how they're tearing down these, these historic yeah. uh, things. Like, like even the, there's nothing Mikey, there's nothing there. You don't know that. There's... They, they tore down the, the caverns of one eye Willie back home. Mm-hmm. It's gone. There's a mall there. Like it's 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 horrible. They lost that significant piece of history. Do uh, we want to sorry just a, 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 a would would that be a detail that would that because the whole the whole idea of that first one was that they preserved it. They preserve preserved their neighborhood. They did not preserve. I'm saying oh oh out, I see because they had to go all the way to the shore to get underneath okay. the cabin and then go on the adventure. Sure. So they saved Mikey saved his neighborhood. But the land would oh. continue to develop all around it, and those historical okay. historical places like One-Eyed Willie's ship and the yeah. cave it was in, which would have historical significance, would have been steamrolled and, and condos would have been built there. Sure. So that could be his complaint. In the very beginning, all these places have historical mm-hmm. significance, and we're, we're just tearing them down. There's plenty of land in this country that mm-hmm. could be developed, but they're developing it here, and that's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily wrong. Yeah, it's close wrong. to the, it's close to the resources, so that's mm-hmm. why cities are where they are. But that's beside the point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That that works. Uh, uh, I'm I'm okay with. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we then, don't really have a grand reveal. Well, I mean the the big the big uh, reveal. It's all of, on a really big elevator. <laughs> that <laughs> and it just <laughs> when it rises up and yeah. and then becomes the surface land. I, <laughs> No, no. Yes, no. I don't think that's what it would be. No, like, that's terrible. They could blow up the still, and it could tear the roof off the cave <laughs> that they're in. It's like, hey, you did all the work for us. You created the foundation hole. We're gonna. Oh no, there's a museum down there now. <laughs> Thanks, kids. You get a big explosion in the movie. Yeah. And explosions are good. Explosion. Boom. Everyone loves explosions, especially the, the um, pyromaniac kid who does the jackassery. Maybe yes. <laughs> it's uh, my greatest explosion. Uh, maybe I'm thinking too hard about it. Maybe they really do just you know tie up the gangsters and then get word to the surface and. I I, I think blowing the place up is the way to go because they have yeah. to escape it and reveal it at the same time. If they if they escape the gangsters, okay. The whole so the place idea is, is uh, the, this whole trail leads to this thing, which was. 
right under the uh, uh, the developers and everyone's proverbial nose this mm-hmm. whole time. Mm-hmm. And like where so they're it's gonna, actually near the surface. Where they're going to break ground. Uh, sure, right, because th- that would be the whole point. Yeah, if it's if it where they were going to develop, they didn't like excavate low enough. I guess like because that'd be some realistic question. Is like if this sure. is really underneath where they're going to develop, someone would have found it. Yeah. So if it's adjacent or deep enough that they wouldn't have excavated low enough to find it, I don't know. Maybe the place is lined in lead. Ah, we're gonna blow it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, so then they reveal and escape at the same time. Big explosion. You, you have a whole, there's a construction crew like, what's, what's going, going on? It's like, oh my goodness. Did we strike a gas main or something? What are these kids doing nah, here? Get out of here, this fire. <laughs> I've seen that kid on YouTube. He does pranks. This is fake. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, look, it's gangsters. Oh, yeah. It's and the, they're tied up. They're, they're, well, they're, they're wearing their pinstripe suits so we know they're gangsters. <laughs> Carrying bags with money symbols on them. Do we have a a sloth like character in this? Do we add another monster man? Oh no. Uh, well, I'd, I'd propose Bigfoot. Yeah. Uh, not sure where to where could, to. Could put there him in be? There. Could there be a? And now this is kind of a bit of a Home Alone one and two scenario. Could there be like a homeless guy with like a really scraggly beard that could be mistaken for a creature? If you get like a six I mean, foot six, like really thin, rail okay. thin, but like super beardy, muddy man, it'd be like Sasquatch. And then, yeah, and then yeah, he kind of. What, what if what if there what if the lead there's a legend, the, uh, uh, which is where all this information came from, of uh, uh, some some old prospector. Yeah. And so when they go down there. They like they keep referring to the the, the way it was One Eyed Willie's treasure. Mm-hmm. This is old. I, I don't know. I Prospector not, Pete. Yeah, something like that. Um. Uh, uh. And they they go down there and they keep seeing him. So that's more references to ghosts. Mm-hmm. Uh. Right. So they they keep seeing his ghost and then it turns out no, it's a dude. It's a it's a, it's a homeless a, dude a homeless who's been guy. living down there. I live down here. <laughs> I got your gangsters for you. <laughs> He's Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, you left them down in the hole there, and I got them out. I've been surviving on this <laughs> very, very old whiskey. <laughs> it's delicious. Um, <laughs> surviving on whiskey. It's just terribly drunk from, from the still. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, I think that's. I think that's. It, though what we've painted is pretty much just a. It's no different. You'd set it off, Mike. The no different than the. Ghostbusters reboot. It's like enough kind of. of the same. Yeah, it's 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 hit all the hit all the the same beats. Does, uh, okay, so we 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 boast at the beginning of this, or at least I do when I do the introduction, that we are going to attempt to create something better than what we would have gotten or did get. I guess that's somewhat of a guarantee uh, or a promise <laughs> that we're offering our listeners. I think we've we've successfully. Uh, met the demands of Carly and her and Burrito Madness, her studio. I believe so. And uh, but I don't Con- think we've contractually we have we have succeeded. <laughs> Burrito Madness, you owe us. Look, we'll we'll do Hercules. <laughs> we'll do Aladdin. But gosh darn it, we want to do Treasure Planet in the long run. <laughs> so I think we've Carly. I think we've 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 met your demands. I don't know if this is as inspired as some of the other ideas we've had. Not to like toot our own horn. I don't think. I don't think <laughs> well, it's bad. I, like, like I think between the two of us, we're not kind of jumping out of our own seats or 
Yeah. For like hit, hitting our high notes. Like, oh my God. <laughs> and, then yeah, they, and then and, and the homeless I, guy I feel bad about whiskey. That. Yeah, I, I, I feel like we, we should be, but mm-hmm. um, so yeah, continue. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, I, I don't know what more we can do to, I don't know if this is a blockbuster. I don't know if this, this feels like the type of studio met film that would be, why are you doing this? <laughs> Sort of. It feels like a February release. <laughs> a, a dump month release, yeah. yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I, I there is some fun to be had in adventure films of this type. Mm-hmm. But we just exist in an era now where you can have a bunch of kids go on adventures, but they need to fight a Demogorgon. <laughs> you can have a bunch of kid, uh, uh, youths go on adventure, but they have to fight an alien from outer space, right? What is the equivalent of this type of movie now I don't know if it's, there is one. It's Dora the Explorer. But even that had like uh, high concept set pieces, explosions, car chases, gunfights. Like, sure, and we can have. Well, we're we're proposing some of that as well. Mm-hmm. Is this oh, okay? Let's I mean, let's let's take. We a didn't we didn't discuss that too much. I mean, I I think we were approaching it more like the original Goonies, where the the crooks are bumbling and and not doing <laughs> like right the Goonies uh, uh, in the Goonies. They had what one gun? Yeah, and they're fighting the whole time, arguing yeah. with each other. And your hair pieces. I do not mm-hmm. wear hair pieces. Um, the the okay. Let's let's take a step back here because I don't want to give up. I don't want to admit defeat here. Sure. I think the closest equivalent of the of a Goonies style movie that we get now are the Toy Story films and Bugs Life and Up. Right. Those have a reality about them with some fantastical elements about it. But their Toy Story is essentially real world. It's just a real world where toys can talk. No one has magic. No one has laser beam eyes or anything like that. You get a relatively real world scenario being played out by toys. That's, that is the, the convention that they're using. You see what I'm you, you, sort are you of, following my sort of, I, I, because are, they're animated and because, the uh, the initial conceit is is already pretty fantastical. That living toys living toys, play. talking bugs. But they go on action adventure. They sure. go on adventure. Yeah, they they, they uh, the thing is they are the strangeness mm-hmm. that you're coming to see. What is what is the strangeness here? Of, right of, in the in the Goonies, it's I I I think the the uh, the theme the the uh, the whole idea is. There is a world of adve- of adventure and treasure mm-hmm. underneath your feet in your own home, like in your own backyard. And yeah. it's not the ex- it's not going to be the explosions of films. It's not going to be the there's not going to be ghosts. There's not going to be. Well, it's it, all up to your imagination. And these of, kids yeah. then these kids their imagination gets away from them, and that's why they see a homeless guy as a Sasquatch, and they're being chased by gangsters. They are being chased by gangsters. Um, if they're making it bigger than it is, and we're along for the ride, ultimately, we should feel that same sort of whimsy and 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 seeing these very imaginative kids experience very exciting things, and then we experience mm-hmm. it. that maybe maybe I think you and I are just inundated too much. With bombastic fiction, <laughs> we did we do Spider Man and we do uh, yeah, well, Die Hard like yeah we're... and and I right right and I think about nothing but like D and D all day long, <laughs> so it's dragons and and magic and, and you get a mind flare yeah, yeah. Uh, so hmm. 
uh, I think I think we made a a a good Goonies sequel. Yeah, it, um, it would definitely come down to the cast. I, I, I thus far, uh, uh, if I were to grade grade us, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't think this is an A. No, I don't, uh, we don't have a sure thing. This isn't a blockbuster. This does feel no. like a February release. That it's missing something that would turn this into. Oh my gosh, people and, have got to see this yeah, movie. And maybe we're just not thinking about it big enough. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. Well, I'm curious if there, if people listening might have any ideas that we're missing here. What is there? Is there an X factor that we're not quite latching onto? I was just saying that I think that the cast could play a, a mm-hmm. huge part in this. If oh sure, if, yeah. because that original cast of characters, uh, Mike, uh, Sean Astin, Corey Feldman, and, mm-hmm. and Josh Brolin, like those are very talented young actors, and they and they are very charismatic on the screen. It's mm-hmm. like we joked about earlier. Kids can act, so I think having the right nobody's in this. Okay. If, if I'm being asked the, the one of the kids you could cast in this, in fact, two of the kids, you three of the kids you could cast in this would be straight out of the new Fuller house that the three, the three kids in the Fuller house cast are just the right age for what these characters would need to be. They have the ability to portray. I will, I will believe you. Yeah. No, I, I know you've I've seen not, every episode. I've... What's the, you got the tattoo on your arm. Do Don't not pretend... look at my tattoos. Sorry, sorry. Okay, I won't tell anyone. <laughs> you're lucky this is audio or people yes. will see that you have the full cast of Fuller House tattooed to your arm. I know, right there, right? Yeah. I made sure to get them as close as, I had, I actually had them do it, redo it three times. That's amazing. Do, should I delete this out so people don't know? No, no. They should I'm know. quite proud. <laughs> Just no one gets to look at it. I, okay, so the cast, like, um, casting the right kids I think we're we are. I think we're also thinking about the set pieces we just spent a while putting together, mm-hmm. and the way those action sequences will be filmed and, and portrayed and stuff. I think we're actually even thinking of our own scenes too small. They're I they're gonna be bigger. Like mm-hmm. as we as this script would be fleshed out, as the production would be built, these are gonna be bigger and and more bombastic. Right? We have a minecart roller coaster chase scene. Um, Pretty cool. Uh, uh, we're we're gonna have uh, a giant Rube Goldberg yeah, third, third right? act set piece. Uh, uh, we we I I think we have these things in there. I think the action and I, I mentioned it earlier. I think the the movies to compare the action scenes to are the Pirates of the Caribbean action scenes because those movies do have supernatural elements. Mm-hmm. But the scenes I'm thinking of don't involve those. It's just sword fights with weird stuff going on. Like oh look, they're on a rolling water wheel as they're they're sword fighting. Yeah, we don't have that in this movie. But sort of like that. that that size situation happening. We have so getting someone like Gore Verbinski on this, like even sure. even uh, you know, I think Touchstone or Amblin, who the original Goonies is a uh, is it's a Amblin. It's, it's one of the major major studios. Uh, bless you. Um, having you. having Gore Verbinski involved in this, like saying like, hey, you know, sure, you did the Pirates of the Caribbean, age it down a bit. Mm-hmm. But think like Rango is an animated film he did that uh, mm-hmm. has a lot of adventure to it, quality to it as well. Um, I think that getting the right director in this could could give us a the big bombastic mm-hmm. to use your word uh, set pieces. Um, having having the right cast of characters, having the right gangsters. Like I, for some reason, I keep imagining Timothy Oliphant as one of the the bad guys. <laughs> I don't know. It's because he's he's so funny in Santa Clarita Diet. He's such a uh, intimidating guy when he needs to be. He, he sure. can play the gamut of of uh, of character types. Actually, 
Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen Santa Clara today, but I can see I can see him playing the um, <laughs> more uh, aggressive one. <laughs> uh, I, I really like the the red nose white face dichotomy mm-hmm. being a, a a white face comedic villain where where he's like he's very serious, serious but these slapstick things keep happening and he's like he's that <laughs> why i oughta type type guy and 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 like to the point that like oh not saying that it would happen but the equivalent of like a pie in the face and then all of his his goons around him like they become petrified because oh god how is oh, he gonna how's he gonna react gonna be so mad yeah um and you know what i'm just just because we've used him before to great effect and casting him in something that needs like that right amount of energy, mm-hmm. uh, having Timothy Oliphant next to Aziz Ansari chasing <laughs> these kids, right? Like that's uh, like having him being I, like, "Oh man, did you see that thing? That was crazy!" I'm just like, "Oh man, you're pissed!" Like actually, I also really liked the idea of Aziz Ansari uh, as a gangster, <laughs> like like he's trying to he's trying to. Uh, rise up the ranks in yeah. the mob. He's Italian on his his uncle's side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, one of one of the like there's a there's a oh and he he would be the perfect one for for when they they start breaking and thinking oh maybe that kid who's talking about ghosts maybe he's onto something maybe there really are ghosts down here there's no such thing as ghosts yeah but maybe there and then they see the uh, the old the the homeless guy and they're like oh god it's the ghost the ghost I told you I told you (laughs) Uh, so like Tim the the kid was right the kid was right (laughs) (laughs) Um, the I think that would do it now we're now we're the, it's getting those characters in there to getting the actors in there adds an element there that already is making me giggle okay. at the prospects of this film. Um, I, I just want to point out the original Goonies here is directed by Richard Donner. It was written by Chris Columbus, who wrote mm-hmm. Harry Potter, directed Harry Potter. It was produced by Steven Spielberg. That's that's uh, that's an amazing trio oh, yeah. of people involved in like making this classic film. It's why it stands up having those three involved. Absolutely. So getting someone like Gore Verbinski who has an experience with crazy set pieces, adventure filmmaking, mm-hmm. Rube Goldberg type scenarios, uh, that's the sort of director that would that would kick this thing in the butt that would make it that much more exciting to see. Yeah. It, you know what's interesting, you know, this kind of this is about the everything we do here on the podcast as a whole. We approach this very much a, from a writing perspective, I think, first and foremost, as we're trying to meet the studio's demands. And sure. then we discuss, we do discuss uh, direction and casting and all that, right? But this is one of the occasions where I think the screenplay could be what it is. Like, we, we, we basically plotted out what the movie could be. That's fine. But getting the right cast in there and then putting it in the hands of a director with vision like, like Gore Verbinski, that's what amped this up suddenly. To think about him directing sure. it, like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, that's 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 a an interesting angle that we haven't necessarily delved in too much in yeah. in the episodes we've done. Um, saying having Edgar er, early Wright. on, early on, I, I I know in the early episodes, well, like Edgar like, Wright, like, like we're so far Ryan. in, we're but like I, I yeah, we we did talk about it in in yeah. uh, the first few, yeah, um, cool, huh, yeah, that 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 uh, that. Suddenly, I'm a little more energized by the possibilities of this film just sticking in in the hands of like Timothy Oliphant and Aziz mm-hmm. Ansari against against kids and and putting it in that director's hand. Yeah, hmm. cool. Any other thoughts on on this? Um, not currently. Not, not unless you want to uh, come up with with 
who else? What like what other gangsters are in the squad? And <laughs> five more. What people. other what other uh, uh, jokes would there would there be? <laughs> um, otherwise, I I think uh, the only other thing would be uh, we I I feel like we we skimmed pretty lightly on the uh, Goonies cameos. Like I don't th- that's the thing. Sort of the scenario of the original Goonies and thus this one. There's really nowhere to put them in in the middle unless we have this subplot of the parents noticing their kids are gone. And so uh, uh, something we keep touching back on is them trying to find them, trying mm-hmm. to catch up. So that way when the explosion happens, maybe they're already at the edge of the the construction zone. Right. Uh, they're waiting well, okay, let's let's yeah, let's let's talk about that real quick. I think uh, actually, I, I, now that I say that, actually, I I like that. So that that sort of it, it at least reunites uh, 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 Sean Astin, Josh Brolin, mm-hmm. as they're looking for their kids. Um, I don't know how or why they would recruit the others. Well, I, uh, if I we're think not those go, three. If we go their kids, if are it's involved, just it's, those two, we actually have more of a character story with them. If cameos sure. from uh, Data. And mouth and chunk. Mm-hmm. So I think mouth being oh, and the um the 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 mom. Oh, Andy. Yeah, yeah. she would be with Josh Josh Brolin. Yeah. Um, having uh mouth be a, a a Joe Rogan podcast YouTuber podcast thing like in the background of when the opening scenes are taking place. Having data be um uh, some tech dude that maybe at some point Mikey does try to contact data and be like hey can you use your your pull in the tech world to stop this development mm. from, from happening maybe something like that sure um but as far as like getting to the final location so that sean Aston and josh brolin can get there um if mikey realizes the kids are missing or or he's the one that's like where are the kids where are the kids and josh brolin's like he comes in later and like, what do you mean where are the kids? Oh, they're missing and this, and I don't know. They didn't leave any clues. And Josh Brolin just takes out his phone. He's like, does a find my phone for his stupid kid? He's like, <laughs> yeah, they're downtown. <laughs> what? Oh, come on, let's go. And that's how they get there. Like, uh, okay. If, and, and the, and, and that sort of, if they don't have cell phones going through it, or maybe they do, they just mm-hmm. don't utilize them to call for help. Uh, or having just that that one moment where the phone gets washed away, and and makes its way out of the caves on through a freaking drain pipe or something. Would well, basically be eight phones. <laughs> Actually, that that I think, from a writing standpoint, I think that would be fun. Is, is how do you just keep uh, incapacitate eight, eight phones? phones? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um, uh, although being underground, it really does block a lot of signals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, see, I was thinking it could be a little more adventuresome. It could, it could be, uh, uh, right, like uh, Mikey almost becomes invigorated by the notion of this adventure, mm-hmm. like because he's going to figure out or know that they've followed this clue, like ah, they're on an adventure, and mm-hmm. Josh Brolin is like, "You are in so irresponsible. <laughs> you are so irresponsible. I can't believe this is happening again." Uh, and and so like. Uh, uh, they're just they're on the surface and being like, well, if that leads here, and like they have like blueprints, and they're like, not that going over it. They're yeah. looking at it above ground and yeah. not go. We're not going down. We're going to follow the path this way. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty smart. And then they just get to the final location. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, cutting back to them occasionally figuring out is 
It's yeah. great because you could even do a couple of effects where like, well, if you follow this, like they're pointing at the table and they're pointing at a section and then zooming into the map and doing a cross dissolve <laughs> into the cave. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fun transitional kind of, it's mm-hmm. a little bit throwback. You don't necessarily see that sort of transitioning happening in more contemporary films mm-hmm. that could feel a bit throwback in, yeah. its, in its quality. Yeah. That, that's a cool idea. Like giving, giving them a, a B plot that we yeah. don't see a lot of, but- uh, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Cool. Well, I I, I think we've we've yeah. kind of exhausted. This is no our... longer February. Yeah. This is now uh, mid to late spring. Maybe April, like just yeah. before the the summer blockbuster or, season, or uh, just after. Just after, like August. Yeah. It's like in August. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm interested. Okay. So Carly uh, from Burrito Madness Studios. I hope that we we did find a way to achieve what you were hoping for in terms of a Goonies too. And I know we have a, a, more than a few listeners who are going to be on board for at least hearing us conceptualize these ideas. And I'm curious to hear what you. I'm curious about a lot of things. That's the word of the day. Every time I say it, take a shot. What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, actually, this one. Th- I, I, you're, I'm sorry to interrupt your your thing. Uh, so you actually do this at the end of like all the episodes mm-hmm. for most of them. Uh, usually I'm just sitting over here thinking, yeah, we did a pretty good job. <laughs> You're going to say stuff and they'll be interesting, but we yeah. did pretty good here. Yeah. This one, actually, I really, I really am super curious to know what uh, others think, like what other ideas there are. What, what yeah. did we miss? What worked what, and what didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm super curious about this one. Cool. And you can tweet at us at TC's big head for me. And, Tubachwack at Tubachwax on for Jen there, or you can get us at Studio Demands It on Twitter and Instagram. You can also go over to StudioDemandsIt.com if you want to submit a Studio Demand yourself. Uh, thank you for this one. This one was a challenge, mm-hmm. uh, especially coming off of the last episode where we were just we blew out like six, seven ideas for Spider Man <laughs> yeah. movies to come to something that's that's a much more contained. You, you didn't give us a lot of demands, so we you know we, we really stretched our Stretch yourself on this one, yeah. and I, and yeah. I, enjoy, I joined uh, the not, challenge. Not, uh, no stipulations. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so hit us up uh, with your thoughts, with your concerns and questions and ideas. We want to hear them all. That's fantastic. So yeah. uh, big shout-out to 6.5 Media for giving us this platform. Check out everything 6.5 has to offer, like the Another Zelda podcast, which mm. is good stuff, Maynard. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, that that does it. Anything else you want to want to say there, Jim? Goonies never die. Goonies never say die. Or they just don't they, die. They just don't die. Oh. <laughs> it's the, so they're searching for the Goonies 3, Found of Youth. I'm with you. All right. <laughs> cool, everybody. That's it for this episode. We'll see you next time with another man. I'm TC. I'm Jim. And that's it. I can't believe I messed up. You, you threw it up there. You set it up for me, and I, I missed another one. It's all right. It's all right. Jingleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> Whoa.